As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. How does this end? Where exactly are we going? How ugly might it get? And I may as well throw in Admiral Stockdale. Who am I? And why am I here? We are at an incredible moment in time. I've been on air in some form for the last three decades. I have never seen anything like it. There's never been more mystery about what the future holds in the short term for the country. Donald Trump is facing four indictments. There may or may not be trials, a trial, multiple trials before the election. And now, at least according to the academic world, the increasing prospect of a fifth challenge on his eligibility. And yet new data since we were last together shows he is in the strongest position he has ever been with regard to the nomination process. And all the data that I cite is included in today's newsletter, which springs from the Smirconish.com daily uh, website and newsletter. CBS poll is at the top of my list. A brand new CBS News YouGov poll finds that Trump is at 62% in the GOP primary field. So Trump is at 62. His nearest competitor, but not too near, is Ron DeSantis at 16%. Vivek Ramaswamy is in third position at 7%. He's ahead of former Vice President Mike Pence and then Tim Scott, the senator from South Carolina, the former governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley, and Chris Christie are tied at 2 Doug Burgum is at 1%. Asa Hutchinson is at 1%. As CBS reports, Trump voters' affinity for him seems to insulate the former president from attacks, whether or not he debates this week. He won't, he says, because voters basically say they're not receptive to such criticism. Ready for this? Nine in 10 GOP primary voters want the other candidates this coming Wednesday night to focus on making the case for themselves, not against Donald Trump. Latest Trump indictment. Which concerns you more? This is another question from the CBS survey. Your choices are that Trump tried to overturn the presidential election or that the indictment is politically motivated or a combination of both. Latest Trump indictment, which concerns you more? This is among likely GOP primary voters. 77% said the indictment is politically motivated. 77% are of that view. Uh, why? Why are you so pro-Trump? They are asked. 99% of them say things were better under Trump. 
They also say that he fights for people like him. They know him better than the other candidates, and they've always been a supporter of his. Now you're saying, well, Michael, surely there's a pocket among those likely Republican voters surveyed by CBS News who value honesty. Oh, yes. Ready for this? Among those who say honesty is very important, what percentage do you think are with Donald Trump? I told you at the outset he has 62% of the overall vote. So what percentage of the vote do you think Trump has among those who value honesty? Well, he loses some support. How much? 1%. He loses 1%, meaning he's still at 61%. 61% among those who value honesty. They say it's very important. Trump is at 61%. DeSantis is at 17 Ramaswamy is at 6 It's just unbelievable. Now, I know you. You are sophisticated POTUS listeners, right? You're saying... Okay, Michael, all well and good. You know, you people in the media, you get swept up in the national polls. That's not the way that we elect presidents. Come on, Michael, give me something on a state level. Oh, okay. How about the first report or the first poll result from Ann Selzer in Iowa? Among likely Republican caucus goers, how do things stand? Donald Trump is at 42%. Ron DeSantis is in second position at 19. So he still more than doubles DeSantis. And consequently, you've got Trump saying in a, in a, uh, I almost said in a truth serum, (laughs) in a truth, yeah, truth serum, Uh, in a truth social posting, he is now saying that not only is he not going to debate on Wednesday, he's probably not going to debate at all. Citing the data that I just referenced, new CBS poll just out has me leading the field by legendary numbers. And then he repeats what I've already told you and then says, the public knows who I am and what a successful presidency I had with energy independence, strong borders and military, biggest ever tax and regulation cuts, no inflation, strongest economy in history. I will therefore not be doing the debates. Plural. And meanwhile, and I want you to hear something. Meanwhile, the guy who is in second position and has really never budged from where he is uh, since he announced a couple of months ago, Ron DeSantis, he's under fire for this statement that he offered with the Florida Sentinel, an interview that he did with the Florida Sentinel, which is being parsed. He says, take it out of context. We're going to be trying. We're going to try and be fair to him and give you the, you know, pretty much the full gist of what DeSantis said. Listen to this. A movement can't be about the personality of one individual. The movement has got to be about what are you trying to achieve on behalf of the American people? And that's got to be based in principle, uh, because if you're not rooted in principle, uh, if all we are is listless vessels that's just supposed to follow, you know, whatever happens to come down the pike on Truth Social every morning, th- that's not going to be a durable movement. So, you know, he's backtracking. He's, hey, it wasn't about Trump. But if you listen to those words, if all we are is listless vessels, that's just supposed to follow whatever happens to come down the pike on Truth Social. That's Trump's social media platform. 
then that's not going to be a durable movement. Look, I'll leave to the Republicans to fight out the propriety of what Ron DeSantis had to say. This is what I know for sure. It means that Republicans on that stage on Wednesday are going to train their sights on DeSantis because they're all reading the CBS poll that I just shared with you, and they will be scared to death to go after Donald Trump. Now, on the question that I I asked you at the outset, which is, where's this going? Rick Hassan, the political scientist from UCLA, had an observation that I thought was worthy and troublesome in terms of how things could get ugly as the legal system further ensnares Donald Trump. Quote, if the recent federal indictment of Donald Trump on charges related to his attempt to subvert the 2020 presidential election was a streamlined surgical strike aimed at ensuring a clean case and a speedy trial of the former president before the 2024 election, Monday's Georgia indictment is the equivalent of a blitz. But the biggest difference between the federal case and the state case isn't the number of defendants or counts in the indictment. It's about the central role that race is likely to play, not in the federal case, but in the state case, from the race of the prosecutor to the focus on black election worker Ruby Freeman to the essential nature of the race baiting bogus voter fraud charges in Georgia that formed Trump's basis for falsely claiming he was the winner. I think that's an important factor to keep in mind as we watch these events unfold. Something else from over the weekend. Trump's defense got weaker, it seems. Mark Meadows undercutting Trump's main defense in the Mar-a-Lago case, if you can keep all these straight, telling special counsel Jack Smith's investigators that he didn't recall any conversations, let alone orders, about declassifying large batches of materials in his office. All of this got me thinking, you know, the the uh, the fact that the Georgia cases Meadows is trying to transfer his Georgia case to federal court. It seems he's got a decent shot of that happening. Might the others get transferred to federal court, meaning of the Fonnie Willis uh, indictment? And if so, how about this novel legal question? If Donald Trump, if if the Georgia cases get transferred to federal court, including Donald Trump, and there's a federal conviction, but based on state RICO law, could Trump win and nevertheless pardon himself? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. 
Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite now through April 15th NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program head to NetSuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. And there's a federal conviction, but based on state RICO law. Could Trump win and nevertheless pardon himself? I put it to Ellie Honig, our friend over the weekend, the CNN legal analyst. He said, the only answer I know for sure is we don't know. And anyone who says they do know doesn't know. It's a law school hypo on top of a law school hypo. You can readily see the arguments each way. No, he can't pardon. It would still be a Georgia state charge. It wouldn't get converted into some federal equivalent. In fact, many of the Georgia charges have no federal equivalent. Or, yes, you can charge. It's a conviction arising by federal courts, by a federal jury presided over by a federal judge. It's confusing. And, and, on top of the indictments that already exist, four indictments, comes this effort among academics who say he's not eligible today. Ned Foley from The Ohio State University was my guest here on POTUS last week. He was my guest on CNN over the weekend. Uh, You have in the Atlantic over the weekend, I link to this at Smirconish.com as well, Lawrence Tribe from Harvard and former federal judge Michael Ludwig, who is widely revered in conservative circles. Uh, All talking about this, David French in the print edition of the New York Times today talking about this issue. It's two conservative Federalist Society related law professors, William Baud and Michael Stokes Paulson, making the case in the University of Pennsylvania Law Review that by virtue of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, this post-Civil War amendment that prohibited former public officials from holding office if they'd engaged in insurrection or rebellion, they say, and, and French buys into this, you know, he's already ineligible. David French in the New York Times says, that said, the idea that vengeful MAGA Republicans might prosecute Democrats, Democrats out of spite is credible enough to raise concerns outside the infotainment right. Michael McConnell, a conservative professor I admire a great deal, and one who was no fan of Donald Trump, expressed concern about the Section 3 approach to disqualifying Trump. 
I worry that this approach could empower partisans to seek disqualification every time a politician supports or speaks in support of the objectives of a political riot. Makes me nervous. If by virtue of, a, of an academic argument, now you get a state secretary of state to determine that Trump's not eligible to be on the ballot, litigation ensues, maybe it gets to the Supreme Court of the United States, how it all happens before the election, I don't know. My friend, the law professor Shane Inspector, writes on exactly this issue in a contrarian way to the other opinions I've just cited for you, making the case that, well, quote, what if another Trump presidency were somehow derailed in the courts? Would that be a good thing? And he says, I suggest it would be potentially catastrophic. You must read this essay at Smirconish.com today. Quote, we may be headed for another moment of political illegitimacy. Denying Donald Trump the presidency through the vote of 12 jurors or nine justices would deprive the couple would deprive the couple of hundred million voting age Americans of their role in choosing the president. It would be even more illegitimate than the presidential seizure of an American industry because no private property is as precious as the right to vote. We should expect that lots of Americans wouldn't put up with it. He concludes by saying if Donald Trump is to be denied the presidency, let it be at the ballot box. There's no appropriate judicial shortcut. How does this end? I mean, there are so many scenarios. You know, if you put up a flow chart of of different outcomes, there, there could be, for example, there could be no trials. And Trump could win the nomination. There could be no trials. Trump could win the nomination, pardon himself. The states stand down and he governs. There could be trials or a trial, one trial, multiple trials. I don't think there could be more than two. I'm not sure there could even be one. But there could be there could be a trial or more. Trump could be convicted and Republicans, all that polling data that I just cited for you could have a change of heart and he could lose the nomination. There could be trials. Trump could be convicted. He could win the nomination. He could win the election. Nonetheless, he could govern. There could be trials or a trial. He could be convicted. He could win the nomination. And he could lose the general election. I mean, that's a possibility. If the Republicans don't change their tune based on the data that I've shared with you. And by the way, remember, these are not one-off polls. Remember what I shared with you last week from the AAP and NORC data. When Republicans were asked Trump's conduct post-2020, was it more to threaten democracy or defend democracy? 43% of Republicans said that post-2020 election, Donald Trump did more to defend democracy. 23% said he did more to threaten democracy. My poll question today asks this, would a ruling by SCOTUS, by the Supreme Court, that Trump is ineligible to seek the presidency, would it be met with widespread civil unrest? What's going to happen? Where the hell are we going? I want you to call me and give me your 
your preferred, maybe not necessarily what you want, but how you think this is going to go. I mean, I didn't even get through half of my my possibility. There could be a trial or trials. Trump could be acquitted and win the nomination and then win or lose the general election. A lot of different scenarios, no way to know for sure. But what I'm really getting at with my poll question today is what happens if the Supreme Court knocks him out? What are those 43% of Republicans who told the Associated Press, hey, Donald Trump did more to defend democracy than threaten it? What are they going to think? What are they going to do? What are the 62%? What are the 62% of Republicans who today say they are with Donald Trump? Where are they going? What are they thinking? If a court denies Donald Trump the ability to run for re-election, what about, how about this? This is the best one of all, best as defined by, to my point, what will be the mindset of the 77% of Republicans who believe that the latest indictment is politically motivated? Are they going quietly away or are we headed for civil unrest? God, I hope not. I'm not looking to plant seeds, but we've got to have this conversation. It's just amazing. I'll say one thing and then I'll stop, at least for now. If there is a trial, if there is litigation, if there's some kind of a finding that he's ineligible because of the 14th Amendment, it'll have to be convincing. Because if it's not convincing, these sentiments are not going away. People are really dug in. Go vote at Smirconish.com. Read Shane Inspector's essay today. It's provocative, totally contrary to what all the others in the academic community have been saying. He says, let's go vote. Shame on you if you don't go exercise your franchise would be the way that I would sum up his piece. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required 
accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. How does it end? Give me the final chapter. Maya, you're in Raleigh, but before you tell me what you called to say can you give me a scenario of where we are going that makes sense to you well i do think that he might end up with the republican nomination and that he might actually end up becoming president and that to me is really scary and the fact of the matter is that you know okay so i'm going to back up a little bit Every time I hear of Republicans sort of subverting democracy, as it were, I'm reminded of the fall of the Roman Empire. And this to some might seem like hyperbole, but if you kind of go back and study history, it was only because of a corrupt Senate, and it was because of, you know, senators and these politicians in ancient Rome out to do stuff only for themselves that were they sort of uh, responsible for the fall of democracy. I feel like very much this this kind of mirrors that, where we're heading towards the fall of democracy. And as someone who was born and raised in India, and who, you know, who loved the idea of rule of law when I came to America, this is very disheartening to see. So I think overall, like in the grand scheme of things, I feel we're heading towards the weakening of democratic institutions. I'm very but concerned about, I'm very concerned I'm very concerned about where it leads. I don't know. I've got nine different scenarios written out in front of me. I don't know which is is the most likely. Stuart, you're in St. Petersburg. How does it end? Well, I I see it ending in that when the people make the vote, it's going to come down just to the vote. As far as what the justice may do, if they find Trump ineligible to run, okay, fine. I don't believe the 62% that is being touted that Republicans are backing this because poll numbers are so skewed that you can never trust them. The but Stuart, only thing that I see. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your coming, thought. Right. Okay. So, so the only thing I see coming out of everything, I think that the Georgia case is the most legitimate one out there. All the other ones I feel is very political and they've been piling on and piling on. I want to say something, thank you, Stuart, about your initial observation. The the 62% is not a one-off. It shows a, a growth, but it's not a one-off. I, I've cited repeatedly all the polling data. It all says the same thing. 
I mean, it has been consistently saying among Republicans that Trump is somewhere at about 50 and DeSantis, well, he's fluctuated, but he's half that, if that. Now, all of a sudden, after the fourth indictment, Trump's in even a stronger position. It's not just one poll. What I'm trying to say is that all of the polls would have to be incorrect. All of the polls would have to be incorrect. Ron, you're in Montana, in Polson. How does it end? Hey, Michael. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes, it ends uh, this way. <laughs> this is, of course, my, if I'm betting money. We, you know, it's, it's low odds. Any, any outcome is up for grabs. But I think the, my, my opinion is it ends with um, whether Trump's convicted, not convicted, um, and wins the nomination. I think the Democrats end up winning just because um, he's just too toxic, and it'll bring out, even if it's not Biden, even if it's Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris, um, Trump is going to lose. And, In other uh, words, doesn't doesn't matter for- doesn't matter if there's a trial or more than one trial. In the end, he will be defeated if he's the nominee. Is how you see it. That's that's my opinion, and I'll vote for him if he's the nominee. I would rather oh. vote for Tim Scott, but that's who I'm hoping. Oh, but that's a okay. really long shot. Okay, so but, so um, Donald Donald yeah, Trump so I, Donald Trump may be convicted of any of these offenses, and if he's the nominee, you're still supporting him. You know, given the choice, yeah. And, and How come? I'm, I'm, I'm probably one of those um, because I just see our country spiraling down now you know trump's character is terrible but i'm one of these people that um you know kind of edge onto the side of the policy and um you know so it it's it's kind of like a hold your hold your nose and vote type of thing but um and and the in terms of him in terms of him imperiling democracy you know engaging in insurrection or sedition you don't see any of that well i i think I think it was. Um, I think what happened on January sixth. Um, he, you know, it remains to be seen whether he orchestrated that. But um, I think he was holding back. I think his main crime is, you know, not having a uh, a positive uh, response to all the in, all the queries that were presented to him. Like, hey, stop this. So he. His main responsibility was not having an affirmative uh, response to the the rioting that was going on. I don't think he wanted people to come in and hang pants, literally. Um, I just don't believe that. I think he just, you know, he had it at the back of his mind that, um, you know, he hoped that things would turn out, in a, you know, in, in his mind. Now, this isn't necessarily <laughs> correct, but in his mind, he thought that... Um, you know, these challenges he presented were somehow constitutional and legal. And I know I'm, I'm no scholar, but I know that the frame of mind does have an impact on. Ron, um, I, I have know, a time constraint. Legal. I'm yeah. I'm going to I'm going to thank you much to the consternation of half the audience, because uh, I want to hear your perspective. And uh, those of you and I hear from you via social media. How could you allow Ron to say that? Hey, that's half the country. I want you to hear it. It's exactly what I'm talking about today. Where are we going? How does it end? No trials. Trump wins the nomination, pardons himself after getting elected. The states stand down. He governs. 
Trump is convicted and he loses and we're done. Trump is convicted, but he wins the nomination. He wins the election. He governs. Trump is convicted. He wins the nomination. He loses the general election. Trump is acquitted at trial, wins the nomination, and then wins or loses the general election. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.